Send the word.
With that double shot of tracks to begin this episode, I welcome you to the I Am Vinyl podcast. My name is Pete, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in here at cnjradio.com, or if you're a subscriber via Apple Podcasts, or tuning in now on Spotify. And today's episode is the November 2019 edition of 25 random songs from my vinyl collection, consisting of recent editions, recent spins, some more notable anniversaries of albums that have recently turned 30 years old from 1989, along with some random picks I've chosen specifically for this show. So as I mentioned earlier, we started off the show with a double shot of tracks, featuring the theme from The Warriors, composed by Barry DeVorzon from the original motion picture soundtrack of The Warriors, which was originally released on March 16, 1979, and was recently reissued earlier this year in 2019 for the 40th anniversary on a very well-pressed limited edition purple translucent vinyl, and which was recently purchased a few weeks ago, just before I put together this episode. And this was followed by Twisted Sister's nod to the Warriors, with the opening and title track from their follow-up to the hugely successful album, Stay Hungry, which was released on November 9th, 1985 come out and play and this was taken from my original vinyl pressing which i purchased for only 2.99 back in 1990 at a local store called the little record store which at the time were reducing their current vinyl inventory and prices in favor of more cds and cassettes as with other local stores in the area who were also doing the same before this particular store would close a few years later I had even taken the time, using an X-Acto knife that I knew we had in our house, to cut the cellophane on the front album cover, just over the manhole cover so I could open it up, revealing D. Snyder, while leaving the rest of it and the hype labels intact. And so moving on now to the next track, and it's the opening track from an album I'd spun recently by one of the supergroups of the 80s, who released their debut album, on March 25th, 1985, featuring Robert Palmer on vocals, Duran Duran's Andy Taylor on guitar, and John Taylor on bass, along with Tony Thompson on drums. And I'm talking about a track that was also memorable to some for having been included in National Lampoon's European Vacation during Rusty's European tour dream sequence, and it's the first single off the album, some like it hot. And I have a little personal history with this track too, as when it had first been released, my ears really latched on to Tony Thompson's uniquely gated drums, especially in the intro. A neighbor had recorded the song for me onto a blank tape around that time, and I vividly recall playing the intro just about up to the point where Robert Palmer's vocals begin, and then I'd rewind the tape back repeatedly to listen to the intro until I'd finally just listen to the entire song. So it's really no surprise that I'd end up becoming a drummer myself a few years later. And this track comes from my used original pressing I picked up a few years back for only $1.99 at Princeton Record Exchange in New Jersey. So without further ado, let's rejoin Rusty Griswold on his European tour with the opening track from the debut by the Power Station, some like it hot. 
That was the Power Station with Some Like It Hot from their self-titled debut album. And next up is something a little more current that was recently released on September 13th, 2019. And it's a 7-inch 45 single by Ghost called Seven Inches of Satanic Panic, which I'd pre-ordered from Amazon back in September. And it took some time to arrive, but finally did a few weeks ago before I put together this episode. So the track I'm going to play is the A-side of this 45 single, and it's called Kiss the Go-Goat.
That was Ghost with Kiss the Go-Goat from their latest 7-inch 45 single, 7 Inches of Satanic Panic. A very well done 45 single press. And next up, we're going to follow up that track with the first of one of the recent limited edition Rocktober exclusives released by Rhino Records for Rocktober 2019 that I picked up. And it's the last of the studio albums that I needed on vinyl from the Ronnie James Dio Black Sabbath years in the form of a very well done 2LP deluxe edition of their album Dehumanizer, which was originally released on June 22nd, 1992, and was reissued for Rocktober recently on October 25th, 2019. The first LP consists of the entire studio album, while the second LP contains bonus tracks in the form of alternate mixes of certain tracks and a few rare live recordings from 1992. The track I'm going to play is one of my favorites of the Dio Sabbath years, and it's called After All the Dead.
That was Black Sabbath with After All, The Dead, from the recent Rhino Records Rocktober 2019 2LP Deluxe Edition of Dehumanizer. And now I'm going to begin another segment based on albums from 1989 that have recently turned 30 years old. In this instance, I'm going to begin with Kiss and Ace Frehley's October of 1989. Now for the Kiss fans tuning in, you already likely know where I'm going with this. For those who do and those who don't, here's my personal story of this KISS fan's experience from October 21st, 1989. Just about every Saturday, myself and the Verderame brothers, who I've mentioned numerous times on this podcast, would meet up in the morning and walk to our favorite local record store, which I've also mentioned numerous times on this podcast, Record Factory. On this occasion, we'd walk into Record Factory and find that not only had KISS released a new album, but Ace Frehley had also released a new album within the same week as well. Now, although I'd purchased metal magazines like Metal Edge, Hit Parader, Circus, and Rip as often as I could when I had the cash for them, and who'd often have news bits and forthcoming release dates for albums, none of us had known these records were being released during October of 89, specifically on those dates. Ace Frehley released Trouble Walkin' on October 13, 1989, while KISS released their album entitled Hot in the Shade on October 17, 1989. Being the four of us had limited allowances, we couldn't buy too many records at once. Me being a huge KISS and Ace Frehley fan, this presented a little dilemma for me. Since all of us were fans, we decided that I'd buy the Ace Frehley record, and one of the Verderami brothers, I believe it was Frank if not Jamie, would end up buying Hot in the Shade so I could record it onto a high-end blank tape for the time being before I could buy my own copy. I think they were a little unsure of buying the Ace Frehley record and were more confident in purchasing the Kiss record, which led to this idea. Plus, I already owned the two previous Ace solo albums and Live Plus One EP under the Frehley's Comet banner and didn't physically own all the Kiss albums to that point. Funny in hindsight because Ace, to me and many KISS fans, released the better album that week. Funny enough, both albums also included the song Hide Your Heart, in which Ace had recorded as one of the final tracks added to the album, not even aware that KISS had finally recorded their own version, as it had been originally intended to be on the Crazy Nights album from 1987, but was rejected by producer Ron Nevison. And there is more to this story, but for now, let's get into the first track of this segment, and it's the first and only single that was released by Ace Frehley on this album, and it's a cover song that he initially rejected and did not want to record, but was convinced to record by bassist John Regan and producer Eddie Kramer. So, from the album Trouble Walkin', here's Ace Frehley's excellent cover of a song originally made famous by The Move and ELO. And the song is called Do Ya.
That was Ace Frehley with Duya from the album Trouble Walkin'. In continuing this 1989 segment of albums that have recently turned 30 years old, I'm going to play the first single from Kiss's Hot in the Shade, and it's a song I'd mentioned earlier in which both Ace Frehley and Kiss had recorded and were unaware of until the albums were released. I can still recall the video for this song being premiered on MTV on either Headbangers Ball or Hard 30, very close to around the time Ace Frehley's video premiered for Do Ya. And this first single, taken from Kiss's album Hot in the Shade, released 30 years ago on October 17th, 1989, and taken from my original vinyl copy in which I'd purchase a few days after Christmas of 89 at The Wiz here in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, with some gift money from relatives. And it's a song called Hide Your Heart.
with Hide Your Heart from the album Hot in the Shade. 
and just recently a 30th anniversary blue translucent vinyl was released by Sound of Vinyl at the same time as a 45th anniversary edition of Hotter Than Hell on an orange translucent vinyl, both of which I have yet to open but will at some point in the very near future. And next up, I'm going to continue with this KISS thread as the story moves on with a soundtrack that also happened to be released a few weeks before Ace Frehley and KISS's albums on October 4th, 1989. The soundtrack I'm talking about is called Shocker the Music and was most notable for its first single and video by Megadeth with their cover of Alice Cooper's No More Mr. Nice Guy, which was getting significant airplay on MTV at this time. Being that our allowances were limited, I only had enough money to buy two records. Since I didn't have enough money to buy both the Ace Frehley and Kiss records, I did happen to have just enough money to buy Ace Frehley's Trouble Walkin' at the price of $7.99 on vinyl, and the soundtrack to Shocker for only $6.99 on vinyl, as opposed to $8.99 for a vinyl copy of Kiss is Hot in the Shade. Since I was also a big fan of the debut album by Dangerous Toys at this time, and they were also included on this soundtrack, I decided to pick it up. Little did we all know what we'd find when we put on the record for the first time after we'd listened to the Ace Frehley and Kiss records. The opening track begins, and within a few seconds we hear a distinctive Paul Stanley vocal intro, followed by a few lines of lyrics sung by longtime Kiss collaborator Desmond Child, which is then followed by a few lines of lyrics sung by Paul Stanley right before the chorus. We immediately recognize the voice, and I reach for the inner album sleeve, and sure enough, we come to find that our ears had heard correctly, and Paul Stanley does indeed appear on this soundtrack. A pretty fun circumstance to have happened for three KISS fans on this Saturday morning during one of our many visits to our favorite local record store of the time, Record Factory. The opening track of the album not only features Desmond Child and Paul Stanley on lead and backup vocals, along with Michael Anthony, but an all-star lineup of the time of Rudy Sarzo on bass, Vivian Campbell on rhythm and lead guitars, along with Guy Man Dude, and drummer Tommy Lee, going under the ultra-80s moniker, The Dudes of Wrath. And it's the title track of the soundtrack, and it's called Shocker.
That was the Dudes of Wrath with Shocker from the soundtrack of the same name released 30 years ago in October of 1989. The soundtrack is also notable for KISS fans in that it contains a track called Sword and Stone that was demoed for the Crazy Nights album, but as with Hide Your Heart was also rejected by producer Ron Nevison, but would ultimately end up being recorded and included on this soundtrack by a band called Bonfire. And moving on now, Ace Frehley wasn't the only artist on Megaforce Atlantic Records to release an album on October 13, 1989. New Jersey's own Overkill released their fourth full-length studio album on October 13, 1989, entitled The Years of Decay. And this would be my entry point into the music of Overkill, thanks to the first single and video, which was given weekly airplay on MTV's Headbangers Ball, and which would eventually lead me to check out their prior albums. And the title of the track is called Elimination. Elimination!
Overkill with Elimination from the album The Years of Decay, produced by Terry Date, and which would become the catalyst for Pantera to enlist his producing services for their major label debut on Atco Records, Cowboys from Hell, and other albums to follow. And that is going to end this latest segment of albums that were released 30 years ago in 1989. And next up, we have a medley of covers as recorded by the legendary Alice Cooper from a limited and numbered edition 10-inch EP of originals and cover songs that was recently released on September 13th, 2019, entitled The Breadcrumbs EP. Only 20,000 copies were pressed, and my copy happens to be number 1,775. And I'm going to send this one out to my cohort here on I Am Vinyl, Mr. Joey Haney who clued me in on this EP being released. And this medley of covers is Shorty Long's Devil with a Blue Dress and the Dirt Bomb's Chains of Love. Blue 
Cooper, along with Shorty Long backing him up on a medley of cover songs, Devil with a Blue Dress, and Chains of Love from the recently released Breadcrumbs EP. And I'll tell you a little story about my first time listening to this EP after I just opened it. When that track first began to play, and I heard the slow and bluesy variation of Devil with a Blue Dress, after being very much used to hearing the original version off one of our local oldies radio stations over the years growing up, I thought, hmm, this is an interesting take on a song known for being more upbeat. It reminded me of some of the latter-day studio albums released by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. However, once that sudden shift from Devil with a Blue Dress to Chains of Love kicks in, I recall thinking, now I really like where this is going. And this part of the EP ended up becoming an immediate favorite for me. I knew at that point I was going to play it on this show. So I hope you all dig it as much as I did. And next up, we have an album that was released 35 years ago on November 5th, 1984. And it's the fourth studio album by Brian Adams entitled Reckless. Produced, engineered, and mixed by Bob Clearmountain. I can still vividly recall being at relatives' houses who happened to have cable TV and often watching the heavily played video for the fourth single to be released from the album in 1985, Summer of 69. If it wasn't viewed on MTV, it was definitely viewed at home on Friday Night Videos. So, from the multi-platinum and excellent vinyl pressing of Reckless, here is Brian Adams with Summer of 69. Got my first real six string Bought it out the five and done Played it till my fingers bled Was a summer of 69 Me and some guys from school Had a band and we tried real hard Jimmy quit, Jody got married Should've known we'd never get far
Brian Adams with, for me personally, one of the best singles of the 80s, Summer of 69. And it's amazing to me that song was written near the end of the production of the album Reckless, as they'd already had what they thought was their completed album before deciding to drop a few songs and write a few newer songs, one of them which would end up being Summer of 69. Moving on now, I'm going to play something a little bit heavier by a band who's already been featured in an entire episode here on the I Am Vinyl podcast on episode three and my in-depth discussion with my friend Jerry Farley, who produced and engineered the latest album by Sick of It All, Wake the Sleeping Dragon, which was actually released around a year ago in 2018 as this podcast is being recorded. However, I'm going to play a track from another album by Sick of It All, and it's my favorite studio album in their discography that was originally released 25 years ago on October 18, 1994, entitled Scratch the Surface. I could still vividly recall rushing home from work to Record Factory to pick up the CD before actually heading home that night. The track I'm going to play 
is from the 20th anniversary limited and numbered 180 gram vinyl edition released by Music on Vinyl in February 2014. So, from copy number 1145, here's one of my favorites off the album, which closes side A, and it's called Maladjusted. That was New York hardcore legends Sick of It All with Maladjusted from the album Scratch the Surface. And speaking of Sick of It All, here's a track that I picked specifically for the show to follow up that track, and it's from a band in which two members of Sick of It All had been in, Straight Ahead, which had bassist Craig Ahead and drummer Armand Mahidi in the fold. Taken from my original copy of the Breakaway EP that I picked up in the mid-90s at a record store infamously depicted on the show Seinfeld, Bleaker Bob's Records here in New York City. And I would become one of many music fans to be yelled at and told to leave that store by the owner for daring to bring in a bag of records from another local store that I'd happened to visit before and that I've mentioned on the I Am Vinyl podcast, Generation Records. It was like a rite of passage for music fans of New York City to have that happen at least once in your lifetime. And my friends and I, we'd still inevitably go back to that store because the owner wasn't always there. So with that, from 1987, here's the opening track from Straight Ahead's Breakaway EP, and it's called Not Afraid. Not Afraid. 
That was a quick 55-second blast of New York hardcore by Straight Ahead with Not Afraid from their 1987 EP, Breakaway. And next up, I'm going to scale things back a bit and head into some early 90s rock with a band who released their debut album on September 29th, 1992. The band is Stone Temple Pilots, and the album is called Core. And it's funny to me recently discovering that the band realized what had happened when the video for Sex Type Thing first premiered on MTV's Headbangers Ball. Now, as I've mentioned on this podcast previously, I used to program my VCR to record the show. So if I fell asleep, I'd be able to watch what I missed the next morning. I definitely did fall asleep before the show ended on this night. And the band seems to recall the video being premiered earlier in the show. But I clearly remember the video being introduced as the last video of the night. It started to play, and I saw no credits showing at the bottom left of the screen, as was usually standard for MTV. And the KISS fan in me immediately got a laugh out of the main riff being similar to War Machine, as once again, somehow, this discovery story has a tie to KISS, as with Nirvana, and as discussed on episode 6, with my episode covering Nevermind. And I wanted to know what band this was, and the name of the album, so I could look for it. Despite the slight similarity to Kiss's War Machine, I thought the song was catchy and the production was great. The credits were not shown at the end of the video either. I vividly recall waiting to hear the name of the band after the video was finished. And as soon as I heard, that was Stone Temple Pilots with Sex Type Thing, I wrote it down on a small piece of paper and took it with me to Record Factory. And sure enough, they had one copy of Core on CD for sale. The band thought this little omission by MTV was the end of their career. Little did they know they had a few music fans early on that were paying attention to want to hear what band it was. I'm very sure I wasn't the only music fan who did this either. The video ran with no credits at the beginning and end for a few weeks before finally being added just before the video was added to MTV's daily rotation and likely as a buzz clip. Because of my personal story behind discovering the band, this album has always had that kind of sentimental value for me, as with Nirvana's Nevermind, in discovering a band before they blew up through my fandom of Kiss in some way. The track I'm going to play is from a Black Friday record store exclusive yellow translucent vinyl that was released on November 29th, 2013, and was recently acquired via Discogs, for a fairly reasonable price considering its overall value. I had it in my wish list for uh, quite a while, and this copy finally appeared in my email inbox from Discogs, and I jumped on ordering it before someone else could. While I discussed seeing the video for Sex Type Thing for the first time, that's not the track I'm going to play. The track I'm going to play is a favorite album cut for me over the years, and it's called Naked Sunday.
Stone Temple Pilots with Naked Sunday from the limited and numbered 2013 Black Friday Record Store Day Edition Yellow Translucent Vinyl of Core. And I've always dug the odd guitar chords by Dean DeLeo and the plucking bass of brother Robert DeLeo, along with the overall swing on that track. And while I've sort of understood why Stone Temple Pilots were lumped in with the so-called grunge bands, I never felt they were and thought they were somewhat unfairly labeled because of the time. So let's move on to the second 2019 Rhino Records Rocktober limited edition exclusive vinyl I picked up recently, which was released on October 11th, 2019. And it's a reissue of a 12-inch single that was originally released in the UK sometime in 1992 by the band Dream Theater. And it's on a limited edition yellow translucent vinyl. And it's a song in which many metal fans like myself would be exposed to them for the first time, thanks to weekly video airplay on MTV's Headbangers Ball. And the song is called Pull Me Under.
Dream Theater with Pull Me Under from an excellent vinyl pressing by Rhino Records for the 2019 Rocktober promotion. Next up, I'm going to head into a little block of albums released in 1983 that I happened to spin recently. The first one being from Journey and from an album called Frontiers, which was originally released on February 1st, 1983. And in recent years, I attended an interesting drumming seminar presented by Steve Smith. And during the seminar, he demonstrated his drumming skills by playing along to a few select hits by Journey, including the opening track on this album, mostly known for its infamous video, and the song is called Separate Ways.
Journey with Separate Ways from the album Frontiers. And next up in this mini block of albums released in 1983 is another opening track from an album, this time by Prague Legends Yes, with a track from their album 90125, and another song very notable for its video at the time, which was receiving heavy airplay. As my older brother Vincent will attest to, he owned and housed the 45 single in the 80s in what we've always called the blue box which i would often venture into and play these 45s on my record player including this track so from yes's 90125 here's a favorite blue box special of mine containing one of the best and one of my favorite drumming samples of all time that appear at the beginning and later on in this track along with that excellent guitar tone at the intro of the track and the song is called owner of a lonely heart
That was Yes with Owner of a Lonely Heart. And I know many people have tired of hearing that song, but it's just one of those songs that I've never been tired of hearing all these years later. So let's move on to the final track of this triple block of songs from albums released in 1983 with another huge album that was released on March 23rd, 1983. The band is ZZ Top, and the album is called Eliminator. In this instance, I'm not going to play one of the big singles and videos that was released at the time, which, like Brian Adams' video for Summer of 69, would be seen countless times at a relative's houses on MTV or at home on Friday Night Videos. I'm going to play a favorite album track of mine and send this one out to my cohort once again, Mr. Joey Haney, and my longtime friend and someone who further reignited my vinyl obsession years back more than anyone else, which really helped me during a somewhat dark period in my life by inviting me to join another vinyl group on Facebook, Mr. Michael Parks. So this one is for you both, as out of that recommendation by Michael, I'd end up meeting Joey, resulting years later in this very podcast. So I definitely thank you both for that. And with that said, here's the closer on side A of ZZ Top's Eliminator, and it's called I Got the Six. Go! 
ZZ Top with I Got the Six from the Diamond Certified album Eliminator. And that ends this triple block of songs from albums released in 1983. So we're going to move on now to a track that I picked specifically to play on this show, mainly because I felt like it and not for any particular reason. And it's from an album that was originally released sometime in 1992 by one of the bands known for bringing Krishna consciousness more prominently into the hardcore scene in the early 90s, and one of my favorites of the early 90s, Shelter. The album is called Quest for Certainty, and the track I'm going to play is from the limited edition clear marbled vinyl limited to only 700 copies pressed and released last year by Revelation Records on Black Friday's Record Store Day on November 23rd, 2018. And Rush isn't the only band with a track called Free Will. So, here's Shelter from the limited edition clear marbled vinyl pressing of the album Quest for Certainty with their own original track entitled Free Will.
Shelter with Free Will from the limited edition clear marbled vinyl pressing of the album Quest for Certainty. And next up, we have another 2019 Rhino Records Rocktober exclusive limited edition pressing that I picked up recently, and it's the soundtrack for Rock and Roll High School that was originally released 40 years ago sometime in 1979 which was given an excellent 40th anniversary pressing on what is perfectly described as an on-fire colored vinyl pressing. While this soundtrack is mainly known for the Ramones, I'm going to play a track from Side B, from a band I was fortunate enough to see live in Central Park in New York City, Devo. And the track I'm going to play is also from their full-length debut album, Are We Not Men, We Are Devo, which I also happen to own the exclusive Black Friday Record Store Day Picture Disc Edition, released on November 23, 2018. And the song is called Come Back Johnny. <laughs>
Devo with Comeback Johnny, taken from the 2019 Rhino Records Rocktober exclusive limited edition On Fire colored vinyl press of the original motion picture soundtrack for Rock and Roll High School. And moving on now to another band that was a favorite in our household in the early to mid-80s, The Police. From the album Ghost in the Machine that was released on October 2nd, 1981, here's one of my favorite singles by The Police, taken from my excellent original vinyl pressing that I picked up used in New Jersey a few years back, the reggae synth-driven opening track, Spirits in the Material World. That was The Police with Spirits in the Material World from their fourth album, Ghost in the Machine. And next up is the last of the 2019 Rhino Records Rocktober limited edition exclusives that I picked up recently. And it's an album that was originally released on September 18th, 1985, 
And speaking of the Ramones earlier with the Rock and Roll High School soundtrack, this particular album was produced by Tommy Ramone, and it's the replacement's Tim, which was reissued on a pink translucent vinyl on October 4th, 2019. The track I'm going to play is the slightly haunting album closer, which has become a favorite of mine by the replacements. Here comes a regular. Once and the door slams shut All 
All I know is I'm sick of everything that my money can buy A fool waste his life, God rest his guts First the lights and the collar goes up and the wind begins to blow Turn your back on a pay your back last call Placements with Here Comes a Regular from the album Tim, taken from the 2019 Rhino Records Rocktober limited edition exclusive reissue on pink translucent vinyl. And next up, I'm going to play another recent reissue that was released in October of 2019. And it's for another album that was released 30 years ago in 1989, at the beginning of the year on January 24th, 1989. It's the self-titled debut album by Skid Row, which was reissued on October 11th, 2019 by Relayer Friday Music on a 30th anniversary 180-gram red translucent vinyl. So rather than play one of the singles, which have been heard countless times, I'm going to play a track that actually closes the album, Midnight Tornado.
That was Skid Row with Midnight Tornado from the 30th anniversary 180-gram red translucent vinyl reissue of their self-titled debut album. And moving on now to another band that would be considered one of their contemporaries of the time and another fellow Atlantic Records band who were featured on the last Random 25-track episode, which was episode 7 from October 9th, 2019. And it's by the band White Lion from their album Pride which was originally released on June 21st, 1987. And after recently acquiring the white vinyl pressing of Fight to Survive, as featured on Episode 7, I decided to finally buy the Music on Vinyl limited and numbered edition on white vinyl of the album Pride via Discogs from a seller from Greece, which is limited to only 500 copies pressed, and with my copy being number 334. It was the first time I'd ever ordered anything from Greece, and the transaction couldn't have been any smoother, as the seller was very friendly and sent the album to me very well packed as quick as possible, given the long distance that it had to travel. In this instance, I'm going to play one of the big hit singles from the album, which would end up becoming their highest charting top 10 single to date, and which brings back fond memories of listening to my original cassette in my Walkman back in 1988, and it's a single which peaked at number 3 on Billboard's top 10 singles chart. It's also one that will become synonymous with other huge hits of the era under the Monster Ballads moniker to be included on compilation albums advertised on TV. And it's one that actually displays the quality of this music on vinyl reissue, being it's the final track on the album and near the center ring, where sometimes the audio quality may drop a bit. And the song is called When the Children Cry.
That was White Lion with what would turn out to be the biggest hit of their career, When the Children Cry, from the Music on Vinyl limited and numbered edition of Pride on White Vinyl. Now, to close the show, I'm going to play a track from an album that I had bought sometime in 1990 at Record Factory after it was recommended to myself, along with the Verderame brothers, by one of our favorite employees at that time, Charlie, who'd always give us recommendations of new bands and albums to check out even going so far as to play us some samples from the album over the speakers in the store. And I believe it was Andrea who picked up the album at first on cassette based off this recommendation, and I immediately became a fan hearing the entire album with them and then picked up a copy on vinyl for myself soon after. I cannot find a solid release date on this album, but I recall picking up my copy at Record Factory sometime in late summer or early fall of 1990, and it's by the band Scatterbrain, formerly known as Ludacrist, with their debut full-length album at the time, Here Comes Trouble. And back around this time, the Verderames and I would often have fun with the first single and video to be released from the album, which was called Don't Call Me Dude. As a result, my original vinyl copy was a bit beat up pretty quickly in terms of the album cover and inner sleeve. The vinyl itself would also end up with a few very noticeable surface scratches pretty quickly, but the vinyl itself always played through very well. However, I decided because it's one of my all-time favorite albums of the 90s that I wanted to buy a nicer used copy and retire my original pressing. So where else to turn but Discogs once again, and I finally ordered a used copy that I had in my cart for quite a while for around 20 bucks from a seller out of Germany. So, from the album Here Comes Trouble, here's a track in which you must look up the video on YouTube if you've never seen it before, and I still maintain should have been a huge hit on MTV outside of some brief weekly airplay on Headbangers Ball. And once again, the song is called 
Don't Call Me Dude. Here's my story, sad but true, about a girl that I once knew. She broke my heart, I became unglued. It all started when she called me
how I got where I am But this ain't where it ends The doctors said they cured me I said goodbye to my crazy friends I was smiling as I left that place My life, my life had been renewed The guard at the gate, he stamped my pass And he said, yo later dude Yo later dude Scatterbrain with Don't Call Me Dude from their excellent debut album, in which I highly recommend seeking out if you've never heard it before, Here Comes Trouble. For those fans who are already familiar with Scatterbrain, one of the few songs that had been played for us by Charlie at Record Factory in attempting to convince at least one of us to buy the album was Down With The Ship, originally recorded by Ludacrist, which, as fans know, is very well known for its inclusion of selective parts of other very well-known classic rock and metal songs being used along with their own original parts and lyrics to piece together that entire and very humorous track. It was definitely a great song to have played for us to try to convince at least one of us to buy the album, which would inevitably become the second video to be produced and aired on Headbangers Ball later on, but was surprisingly not given very much airplay which was definitely surprising for us at the time being fans of the band. I'm sure at some point in the future I will feature Down With The Ship on this show. And so with that, we're going to wrap up this episode of the I Am Vinyl podcast, which I hope you all enjoyed as much as I had fun putting this one together once again. And as always, I encourage you all to please check out our other shows here at cnjradio.com, The Wrestling House Show, Rock Strikes 10, The Synaptic Empire, Talking Rock, and The Last Theater. So until next time, thank you so much for tuning in to the I Am Vinyl podcast, and we'll see you next time here at cnjradio.com.